Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome to episode number 13 of the Bender Blend podcast. It's 13 episodes. We got some momentum going. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. And thank you to Henry and Aaron for sitting down with me on this episode. Uh, it was short, uh, short and sweet, small crew, but uh, it was fun. We covered some, some of our favorite movies and impactful movies that kind of shaped our sense of humor. Uh, we also give some recommendations of shows and music and movies to go watch. Uh, just a little heads up, we're going to do a spoiler episode about Infinity War, so listeners, go see it, please, because that's coming up soon. Anyways, enjoy. Ding, 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 ding. You know what that means. Yes. Episode 13 today, fellas. Uh, small crew today, Aaron and Henry. Yeah. Streamlining it. Um, again, thanks for showing up, guys. You have the best attendance record. So far. Um, tweak that a little bit. You hear that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. That's better. Yeah. Anyways, that kind of happened to us on Saturday, too. That some with the gain was, I don't know, had a little weird soft mo- It still sounded okay. It wasn't as noticeable. I think some about the headphones, the mixer, like it sounded. Oh. Uh. Not so much the mic. The mic was still picking up fine, but... Dang. Dang, oh dang. Oh, oh dang. Dang, oh dang. Um, actually, I can always tweak this shit, too. That's a little better. That's a little better, buddy. People love listening to us change that. I know. Twisted knobs. Um, Clint said it best. He was like, and now people get to listen to three monkeys try and turn knobs, <laughs> which is true. Um, but... So let's let's do a little check in, uh, how everybody's weekend was. If you guys worked on anything, had any good influence, and I know we've all seen Avengers now. Which yes, we have. I am tempted to talk about it, but it's. It, I almost feel better waiting a week. Yeah, at least Another, one more week because yeah. there there were the people that couldn't make it for the first couple weekends, and so I'm trying to. If if it's been a month. You're allowed to talk about it. I feel okay. like yeah, that's cause if if you care that much about no spoilers, but you haven't gone and seen it, then you're you're, you're you've done that person. to yourself. Yeah, that's true. That is, I like that month is a good, it's a good time. But yeah, we should do a like a spoiler cast episode Definitely. where we uh, we can all kind of go into it and nobody's gonna randomly listen to it because yeah, the be like, title. Oh, the title will be spoiler cast. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll give them a heads up. Um, Aaron, do you want to start, man? How was your weekend? Would you I just work? You just worked. Yeah. yeah, you're a busy boy. It's a very uninspiring motif for me, at least, when I have to just work constantly. And it was just slow as well as it was. Looked. it? Okay. Yeah. We All both we worked together on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is starting to look like a more. I'd say consistent, consistent thing. thing from when I was looking on the schedule. I already uh, picked up his his I, next Saturday shift. I, so I, I seen it. He he does not like working with me. That's why, which is good. It's fine. <laughs> just hash it out. Well, that's well, maybe. I mean, that's always my buddy would always bring it up. He's like, dude, because I you know I'd always complain about um, at work. I I'm not in that mode, and it's like, well, what if like on the way to work, do you have time? I was like, yeah, I listen to podcasts on the way to work, mm-hmm. and it's a good way to like, st- like start making little, like you said last week, like make your own time for mm-hmm. certain things. And it's like, dude, if you guys have, 
like if it's slow enough like maybe bring some notebooks and like if you guys get ideas for shit like yeah. write it down fuck text me I'll yeah. come down and if I'm free come liven it up we'll yeah you know like I think that's yeah even um, it's a cool atmosphere down there like to create yeah when if it's you even, slow if you claim one of those like back uh, tables in the back I'm sure you could bring uh, paint stuff and yeah. like Ooh. I always I always get a little self-conscious doing stuff in public but at the same yeah. time it it doesn't matter. No one is gonna judge you, and it's if they really are, they're free. probably an asshole anyway. Um, right. That's so, true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, definitely cruise down. We'll set up like a little art station. Yeah, that'd be a good way. Cause that, again, that's like, it's hard to, for me, it's hard to do it on my own. So that was nice, like having somebody be like, "Hey, let's paint." It's like, "Oh yeah, fuck yeah." Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean. That's that'd be I don't know I guess that's a suggestion like and I know it's fucking hard to like obviously if you're busy it's gonna be because yeah. you, your guys' job is like you have to talk to people like you gotta yeah. be on you gotta be on and mm-hmm. that's kind of draining and it's like yeah I don't I don't <laughs> I wouldn't be like well why didn't you get any in between waves of people why didn't you get any creative things <laughs> like that's talk but yeah it's also if you have that journal or something there and and start doing that you will I think when you do run into an idea or something like that you're gonna have the muscle memory of just writing it down or, or doing something like that so not having that journal there not having that idea is is actively stopping you from doing it so even if you don't accomplish anything or write anything down at least you have it there and yeah. then you can if if and when you can go for it. Yeah, that's true. It's a novel idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, in theory. <laughs> in theory, yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's hard, dude. That's. I, I think we talked about that. It's like one of the hardest things to is time. Mm-hmm. It's like. Well, when it's on somebody else's time right, too, I typically exactly. have a very difficult time, really, getting in depth with myself. Right. I'm pretty much just playing. The part of whatever you're in work mode. Yeah, well, yeah. just I'm in acting mode. Right. If anything is what I would consider that work is such a dull way of like explaining our everyday lives sometimes. Yeah. But it's it really is for me at least. I take on a new personification of who I need to be at that given time, so that everyone around me, or at least the people that I'm working for, get like the caliber that they write right. I think yeah right. so that's yeah that's only fair that's that's it is yeah. it is kind of funny that you have to adopt a persona uh to like in, in the in the service industry but if mm-hmm. if you're too fake like you nobody's that happy and helpful and any in most parts of their life so you do have to put on air yeah like of mm-hmm. of that but at the same time if you're too fake people feel it and oh, they yeah. don't like it yeah. so you have to like find that balance between putting on that act but also just being yourself and being true to that it's it's yeah. a weird weird thing do you think it like do you think working in that in the service do you think it stifles creativity mm-hmm. because you're no you think maybe it's it not at all it's actually great practice for people to have a creative mindset at least in regards to uh, well it depends honestly what are they trying to do with their lives if yeah. you're trying to be like a prolific like painter or drawer and you can't do that and you're constantly 
working all the time, then yeah, it's going to be stifling because there's going to be long hours that you're missing out. I'd say at that point, get a job at an art gallery yeah. or get a job at like a paint store or something like that to give you a little bit more freedom or mobility with the craft that you're desiring. Um, but if you're looking to up your social meter, as long as you're actually, you know, I would say doing your best to actually expose yourself to that circumstance or those circumstances, I mean, it's a great way of practice at least because I've used a lot of just um, the hospitality industry just to get out of my shell and it's worked. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was bad times, of course, like everyone goes through them where you get those awkward moments after having a conversation, you know, like, I didn't mean to say that uh, or that came out incorrectly and stuff like that. But I mean, that goes with any type of situation when you're in theory mode or when yeah. you're trying to adjust and become something that you're not normalized to. So, I mean, Lord knows I have, I wasn't always as... Uh, I want to say social as I am now, and that's just due to the fact that I've had the practice yeah. doing that. Or, Put yourself in that. Yeah, and good atmosphere. having great leadership also helps a lot in regards to making it easier for you to kind of be yourself, but also maintain the proper type of, uh, I'd say, display of who you need to be during that time. For example, like if you're working at a bar or something like that, there are clear rules that you have to abide by. It's not like the Wild West where you can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't... It. That no. Usually, and, you'll wash out pretty quick. Yeah. And, and yeah. good managers will kind of, I'd say, nudge you in those the direction, the right path, but also give you the freedom to actually be yourself, to develop your own personalized experience with the said customers and stuff like that and that goes the same like if you're going down a route of I would say public speaking or even if you're going down actually like a theater route or something like that there's always going to be like some type of mentor mentee type of scenario or at least you'd hope so if not there's the few that actually do well without that but it's also being very not astute but I'd, I'd say just be aware yeah yeah. That's that's the hardest part that Aware, most people self awareness. Yeah. Right? yeah. Self awareness and introspection, right? Yeah. Like being able to ask those questions to yourself, could I do this better or what could I do to make this experience better for myself and for those around me? It's like that's like a freaking lost craft in a way. Because yeah. we just keep go, 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 go and yeah. it's you don't take the time to actually meditate on what you've done, then you're never really gonna get a clear line or a clear path for yourself. Yeah. Um, taking it to the creativity thing for what work does for that I'd say sometimes when you have too much free time you don't actually spend the right amount of time on your creative endeavors <laughs> where yeah. when you have a work schedule and you don't have infinite free time when you do set aside the time to try to do something I think you you do make more of yeah. it uh, yeah I agree that yeah you're, that's a good point you're right it's, it's almost that like make the most of the little that little window you have because it's it makes it a little more precious. You're like mm -hmm. a little more sought. It's like yeah, I, I need that time. Yeah, maybe that, maybe maybe that's the trick. Sometimes is just like structure yourself, structure your life where it's like. And obviously, it's not for everybody, but like f 
fucking free for alling it sometimes is not the way. To, like you said, free f- too much free time, and it's like ah ah. Yeah. Like it's it's procrastination like central yeah. for sure. Like at least for me, it is like when I have too much free time, I'm like I'll just I'll get to that. I'll, yeah. I'll I have plenty of time to paint. Yeah, like I do the best with a deadline where I. Like, I need a fire under my ass to, to do something, to accomplish something. If I have, if it's an open-ended thing, then I will probably never finish it because it, it's, nev- it's never due at any point. So when you, yeah. when you kind of give yourself <laughs> these deadlines and, yeah. and try to stick to them, it's it, goals. <laughs> I think it, it benefits yeah. you in the long run. Yeah. Um, something that was kind of fun that was creeping up through, and I, I overheard it on... Uh, the latest I gotta get used to saying it the ID10T podcast I wanna say Nerdist but it's not it's Chris Hardwick it's not I'm like no ID10T the ID10T podcast with Chris Hardwick um, he, he brought up and I was like we need to start do, I'd like to do it and obviously we don't <laughs> we don't wanna blow it all in one episode but like each each week it, I think it'd be fun to talk about uh, moments from our past like your most influential live show you saw or your like the seminal mm. moment of like mm. you saw a movie that something like it clicked or you saw you read a book and you're like fuck so I think it'd be kind of fun to go over that kind of stuff mm-hmm. yeah. um, I, like I don't know if you guys want to talk what we did on and I didn't even get to really in depth with it on Saturday night with Clint and Jeff um, we talked about it a little bit I talked more about like some of my first concerts but I was like, I didn't, I didn't really break down one of them, like this, those moments where you're just like, what? Mm-hmm. But Something I don't know. Like the lines. Yeah, like, like, oh. I don't know if you guys want to do do that, do a live show or movies. I always like talking about like movies that, mm-hmm. you know, but it's up to you guys. I mean, what, do you, what are you feeling? Do you want yeah. to talk about the shows? I mean, we could do both. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Whatever works. I'm down with either. Cause, um, um, I've, I think I would have to think a little bit more about the concert yeah. thing. Cause, well, like, my first concert is, is I think everybody's first concert is a pretty, like, solid moment. The one that you actually, like, bought tickets to and went without parents or yeah. anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but movies as well. I, yeah, I'll, I have, I think I, my movie one is pretty solid that I could do. You, you have one? Oh, fuck. Well, uh, just <laughs> like off, the, off the top of my head. Dude, um, yeah, that's, if you if you got it off the top of your head, say it, because I've got a couple, like, what, how it shaped my, like, sense of humor, especially. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah I would say That Thing You Do, uh, directed by Tom Hanks, is one of my all-time favorite movies, and it's what made me want to play music as a kid. Yeah. Um, I'd have to rewatch it. It's been so long, dude. Yeah, it is not only a great movie about music and the industry and being a band. Um, it's also fucking hilarious and really well made. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah, it is a fantastic movie. Steve Zahn is hilarious throughout that whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm constantly quoting the movie without really noticing it. Um, but yeah, it is. I remember seeing it and being like, oh. I want to play drums. Like I, this is what I want. That's this cool. is so cool. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I'd say that was that, and it's. I'm not sure if Tom Hanks wrote it as well, but I know he directed it and he's in it. Um, yeah, is, I can't, who is he? Like the manager? Yeah. Right. Okay. He's yeah, the manager that comes in and basically like 
takes them on their right tour of stardom. Yeah, that's dude. Yeah, it's one of those like I I remember seeing it and just kind of, and I think I was young enough where I was just like, I did, or right at that age of like maybe being a little bit smart ass about it, like oh yeah, like fucking do you know? But that, I'll have to revisit that and that's. Um, yeah, that's yeah. I don't know. It's it's cool how movie, like someone can do that, and it, I think the age is definitely like we talked about. Um, like when I heard Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, we were road tripping with my parents, and they put it on, and it was like the sun was coming up. And Jeff had a similar experience. Just like I'll never forget, like that album will always be like one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And it was like tied in with like just the set and setting. It was like, oh fuck, I'll remember that forever. Um, That's funny. I yeah, when I when I first heard like Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin and all of those bands, it's probably in like later middle school because my parents didn't like that music at all. Mm-hmm. They it just wasn't their jam growing up. Hmm. Um, and so hmm. when I heard it, it was probably in like late middle school when I was already like into metal and stuff. I had seen those t-shirts forever. Yeah. And so I had it built <laughs> yeah. up that these were like, like, I thought they were like way more hardcore bands than they were. And so when I heard them, I'm like, this shit sucks. You're like, what is like, this? Like, why so do people yeah. like this music? And why is this their <laughs> definition of rock and roll? That's and I've funny, gone dude. back and listened to some stuff now. And I'm like, all right, this is this is better than what yeah. I, like, my previous opinion. But I still, like, I just don't connect with that music yeah. at all. It, it's... Some people, like, say it's the end-all, be-all of, of albums or music, and it's just not that for me. Yeah. For me, it's more the memory it brings up when I hear it. It's like, and it's crazy how we were talking, we talked about that a little bit, too, how a certain, like, song comes on and your memory just clicks, and it's just like, it takes you back to crazy detail, and whereas in real, everyday life, real life, everyday life it's really hard to recall something and then you hear a song and you're like and you remember exactly like oh, I kind of remember the smell yeah like, like the being smell, in the backseat like, of a car yeah like it's crazy how that works and and uh, I always try like movies <laughs> I'm really guilty of this and I don't care I quote movies all the time and most people like a lot of people will catch on because you know and then other times I'm like, what is that? I'm like, I watched a lot of movies and I watch a lot of movies. Like that's, because mm-hmm. it's always been, and that's where like my sense of humor came from watching old movies, like old and old show, uh, Three Stooges and shit. And yeah. just, I remember the first time when I saw, <laughs> when I went and saw Dumb and Dumber with my dad. And... I so think, you're telling me there's a chance. Like it, I've, I just remember because I was just young enough to kind of get most of the jokes. Yeah. But there were definitely some that went right over my head because I was a little too young. Yeah. I think I was. When did that come out? Ninety. Oh man, that must have been like ninety. Ninety. No. no? Ninety four. I want to say. So I would have been one years old. <laughs> oh Jesus, Henry. Ah, uh, uh, so I was <laughs> ten or eleven. I was right around there, but. Dude, I remember my dad cracking up. Like, it's a I, fucking hilarious like, movie. I it's I, I remember like every time this the scene in the restaurant where he's daydreaming and he's like, yeah, 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 like he goes his little kung fu, <laughs> fucking hilarious. 
And it always reminds me of how hard my dad was. Like, he was, like, laughing, like, crying laughing yeah. at that scene. And I was like, and we were cracking up because my dad, he was laughing so hard. We're like, it, was, it is Laughter is so contagious. It, like, when somebody's really <laughs> enjoying a movie, it's yeah. hard to not join in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was, and then, man, I remember, um, like, as far as, like, movies, I don't know. Austin Powers was definitely one that shaped my... Really? Sense, like, Austin <clears throat> Powers and Monty Python and the Holy Grail yeah. shaped my sense of humor as a kid. Yeah. Um, those those two definitely, like, gave me, like, a very naughty sense of humor at a young age. Dude, yeah. <laughs> and I think definitely Holy Monty Python and the Holy Grail for me, too, because we watched that pretty young. Yeah. And it was, like... We it was it's so absurd that like even if you didn't understand some of the like really clever jo- it's like it's so fucking funny Ugh. just like the way they like and it's it's brilliant it's comedy genius you're just like they just they just are funny and I <laughs> to me one of my favorite scenes that always makes me laugh is when fuck um, Lancelot mm-hmm. when he storms the castle and he's running, kills he's the like, wedding party <laughs> he kicked the bride in the chest sorry, sorry. <laughs> like Jesus Christ and the father I want to sing there'll be no singing like that I don't it fucking crack like it get like something about that just like he like it's just like like him running those two guards are like What's that? Then, oh, oh god! I it makes me want to watch it right now. But yeah. I think that like fucking. Well, it's like it was totally absurd and <laughs> yeah. like go like. You kicked just, the broad in the chest. <laughs> I think it was just it's like no no rules comedy. Yeah. Like there yeah. it didn't have to follow a perfect storyline. It didn't have to make sense. It was just hilarious. Uh, just throughout. thinking about it more and more, I'm just getting oh that cracks me up. Fuck. Yeah, that I think that as far as certain comedy goes, that one hit me really early, like how funny it was. And then as far as like reappreciating, I don't know if that's the that's not even a word probably, <laughs> but I dude. I've come to appreciate movies more and more, and I'm glad now. Like I revisit, like I, I always loved Ghostbusters, that oh, fucking yeah. movie. Yeah, that's a good one. But I never, like being young, because I watched it. We watched it pretty young, and I never really got the like the comedy. And then I rewatched. And then, Bill Murray's whole. And that's the thing, that like movie. it's so fucking good, and it's just gets like it's one of my all time favorite movies. Like I'll. Back to the Future is the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's so fucking good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> somebody I, I can't yeah. remember who was talking about, but they never explain uh, how Doc and Marty are friends. And I love, <laughs> yeah. Like the just the the Rick most absurd part of that is You're not right. the time travel. It's how did a disgraced nuclear physicist start hanging out with a high school kid? <laughs> oh shit. Um. Yeah. What. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that in itself is funny. It's yeah. like, and of course, people would probably take it one way. They're like, oh, yeah, it's the creepy route. Well, 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 a lot of things are creepy in life, but yeah. we, we, we laugh about them. Yeah. <laughs> that was a nice yeah. moment, moment of silence to drink our beers. Um, God, Aaron, what about you, man? What do you. What movie, like, do you have a movie on your brain that's like, that always, like, 
you kind of remember it hitting you like, whoa. Yeah, fucking Tron Dude. all the time. Ooh, nice. Tron a, all so day. Yeah. I mean, I was listening to, what was it, like the D-Red, not even the oh, D-Red, so the, the, the reconfigured album today of Tron, but yeah, the new one too, but it was just oh, like okay. a combination of both of those are just very inspiring. I so wanted anyways. them to do an, a sequel to the new one really bad. Man. Yeah, with, what was it, with a, Olivia Wilde? Oh, God, Ooh, she's so hot. She's so hot. <laughs> she's so hot. So uh, medium looking. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, <laughs> just kidding, dude. That, just kidding. That one in particular, though, like, yeah. that movie alone, I, it just hit me, like, during the phase in my life where I was, like, involved with a bunch of technology to begin with. Yeah. And so... It's a fascinating form of thought to kind of, it's that unexplored terrain, so to speak. Then you bring it into like kind of like that pseudo reality of we exist with it already. So it's not that far behind in regards to being something possible as well. I mean, I just watched like, what was it? Ready Player One as well. That was was dope as hell. And then, like, you look at those animes that were out too, like Sword Art Online and oh, yeah. things like that. Those I were think Sword Art Online. Those People were talk always, a lot of yeah. shit on that, but I love. Yeah, but they, they they talk a lot of shit on it because they probably also watch the other sequels to that, and they're like, "Oh, it's diluted and stuff like that." So that's cool. It's but it's a novel idea. Yeah. Every single time that we kind of interact with technology, there's always that like deep down syndrome that we have as human beings to try to explore it further and what would be the next level of exploration it's pretty much full body embodiment in that realm i mean hell when people got all giddy about inception i was one of those people who got giddy about inception that was a cool idea too that's not that far from like the idea of virtual reality and like being locked in it that's your dream world that's like the first original like virtual reality that we have (laughs) yeah yeah anything so It's uh, I don't know that the that kind of movie. It was just like very pinnacle for my lifestyle choices on like kind of going down the tech route for a yeah. bit and still dabbling in that. I mean, I get those moments or urges to kind of do like anything that involves technology, whether it be programming or actually build something by hand for it. Yeah. Because of that and like other things of movie related stuff, that's all like pretty much sci-fi related to which is kind of funny to think about it because I never would have pictured myself like that yeah but it helped get me out of a shell of just being that video gamer for yeah. the longest time and it also helped me kind of develop it like you were saying we all have our own dialogues that we kind of might hijack from other movies I do that as well and a lot of my stuff is like either f- heavily philosophical movies or things that make you question your own reality which suits me perfectly because I already do that to begin with (laughs) I I wish some of the girls were here to talk about this because somebody was talking to me about I was was hanging out with my friends and they've been dating for a while and me and the guy were quoting movies just non-stop and she couldn't think of us like she knew movies and she'd seen them but she wasn't she's like I can't pull quotes like you guys can and she was saying that it's a guy thing I've heard that from multiple people multiple girls they're like that must be a guy thing and uh, yeah it's not that I haven't seen a girl quote a movie before but it it, it feels to me very 
much a, a dude thing to just nonstop quote movies. My sister will quote movies a lot, but um, yeah, it's 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 very funny how I've heard that from multiple people, and yeah. it's it seems like we just like a, attach to dialogue in movies and are able to just like pull from a library in our brains. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's really interesting. The Matrix, I remember that one being yeah. a big one. Dude, I yeah, that was a huge one. That one blew my mind. Like, and it was funny. I think ninety nine. It was ninety nine. So I was still working at the movie theater. And so I got to, like, remember walking in and kind of catching some of it. And I was like, all right, I, I know I want to see this movie. Mm-hmm. And so I went and saw it. And I was just like, what are you doing? Like, what? I, 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 I didn't, I was like, this is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, dude. Yeah, that was That's like, that boy. That stood out where I was like, this is something different. Like, mm-hmm. and so, it was so cool at the time. I was just like, and it's still a great fucking concept. It's a, the, the ground, I rewatch, and I love them, but it's like, I rewatch it, and it's like, some of the CG, you're like, hmm, hmm. But it was also like, the pioneering. Right, exactly. Technology. So it's like, you gotta, you get, like, we have the luxury of remembering what it was the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas kids see it now. And they're like, you know, like a 13-year-old kid would be like, that oh, looks like shit. And you're like... Ah. But it didn't it used didn't, to. It didn't used to. Mm-hmm. But people yeah, say dude. that about Lost in Space too, but that's just a really corny movie to begin with. Lost in Space 2? No, just Lost in Space as oh, well. Oh, 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 yeah. sorry, yeah. Um, the one with uh, yeah. Joey from yeah. fucking... Friends. I, know, I gotta be honest, I don't think I ever watched that one. I think I started to, and I just was like, meh. It's it didn't great. grab me, man. That it's one didn't great. like, and I love, I love space movies. It's, like, it's pretty great in a funny way. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're like, wow, what? Wow, yeah. some man, you guys made it. Well, it's always funny. Not, I have a. I also remember eating Long John Silver's the first time that I had, like, watched Lost in Space. That was like wow. in Texas. Oh god, it was funny. <laughs> Long John. I will think they have fast food, seafood. There. Yeah, it is funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is very funny. It's good stuff. It's not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like, oh, cool, yeah. fried fish. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah, that's <laughs> trying. I like. There's so many mo- like the Burbs, mm-hmm. fucking nice. that movie. <clears throat> Arrested Development, probably for a show. Yeah, for a show. Yeah, was definitely, and it's one of the. Ones where if if you match with somebody's sense of humor, that's that's a qualifier for me. Where like if they don't get Arrested Development as like a, a comedic style or a show, I I know that we won't mesh on right. a lot of comedy stuff. It's not to say that that's like a, a like a necessary thing. Like the they have to or we won't get along. But it's <laughs> yeah. it's like if you if you really understand my brand of comedy, you will like arrest yeah. the development. And it, yeah, it's gonna be a little more work if they you do like the like, Russo right. brothers, pretty much. Then Did you? Yeah, Tobias is in yeah. Infinity War. Was it? We weren't gonna do any spoilers, man. 
Well, it's not a spoiler because it, it's Sorry. it's in the background. It's, <laughs> it's not it's not mentioned at all. I know but, those are Easter egg oh, spoilers. Oh, dude. Okay, and that's yeah. why in the credits we were. Yeah. I was reading and it was like the rest of development. I was like, I didn't fuck catch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tobias is in the collector's collection. Oh, He's painted God. blue where it has cut off. Blue man was amazing. The, the, they they the never nude. <laughs> they always put like some type of reference of, or Easter eggs. They the stair car like, pop and, culture yeah. like rev. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, they had the blue stair car in the airport in uh, Civil, Civil War. War. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Fuck. I need to. Yeah, that's always. What, fucking. Uh, we can't talk about it. Um, <laughs> it's so tempting. We'll save it for the spoiler cast. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I, <laughs> what did I text you like when I got I was like, I need a beer or a hug <laughs> or something. Uh, and what did I just watch? Yeah. But yeah, that's no more. Um, fuck, dude. I mean. Yeah, in concert that's gonna that's a little trickier for me. Like, I have because it's not even like live. Like I've had because I didn't. I like when we were and Jeff was at. He asked me. He's like, "Did your parents take you to a lot of shows?" And we're like, and I was like, "No, not not." I mean, living in Vail, like there wasn't that availability really. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "No, oh, that just wasn't really a thing." Like we're going to a, a concert. I wish my parents took me to more shows. I had to do all of my stuff on my own. Yeah, but I don't... Well, like, I like my parents, but I don't want to go see a concert with them. They're going to want to leave early. They're not going to want to get up front. Like, seeing a show by yourself is how to see a show. Um, I was actually very... I was very glad that the times that I went to see concerts that my parents weren't involved because... I got to hang out with a lot of the musicians afterwards. Yeah. And most of the time people are like, how do you do that? Like, I want to do that too. It's because you got to have diligence, man. You got to be willing to wait where you know that they're going to have to come out from anyways. Almost a stalkerish way. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like a crime. Like a crime. (laughs) And that's a rock fact. (laughs) Uh, Um, But no, it's like the, the two that I remember, at least for myself, was one of them was actually a performance by Taj Mahal. Nice. One of those, you know, I'd say very tropical blues musicians and everything. He's a creepy old man, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> He's a dirty old man in many ways, just when you meet him in person. But that's like, he, the time that I met him, he was like probably early, his age was like probably early 70s anyways. And he's still touring with like the trio stuff like that that's dope like they still do stuff like that they do great music their performance was amazing and it was just one of those things that he was such a cool dude like the whole group in itself but I would have to say the most impactful one that I've gotten to go to and it's not even my first concert that I got to it's probably my more recent one that I went to was the one that was here in Slow which was City in Color where Mm -hmm. uh, Dallas Green and Matt Kelly and pretty much the rest of the band end up going out to drinks with myself and one of my friends as well. We end up going out to Black Sheep and everything. Yeah. And that was cool because having a conversation uh, just with Dallas alone was just like one of those things. I feel like a lot of people who do end up meeting their idols or artists sometimes can come to this term in their head like, these are real people too. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, well, and, and then on the opposite end too, it's always like there's always the caution of like don't meet your heroes. Don't yeah. meet your heroes because you might get disappointed. Yeah, 
I think it's just one of but, those things that you, you yeah. create this whole expectations in your head yeah. when you don't meet them. I like to actually meet the people that I'm like fascinated about because I want to know more about them. Like yeah. it's what one their of those, processes. I think the most difficult part for me is like in my head too, like most individuals is like, what can I say and what should I not talk about type of thing? Because it's <laughs> yeah. like yeah. they, at least the monologue in my head has always been like, if I was in their shoes and everything, would I want to be talking about right. this right now? I probably have talked about this a hundred thousand times, but the cool thing is like most people that you encounter with, since it's a new experience, a new person they're talking to, it's relatively genuine anyways of an experience. So they could have been talking about it a hundred thousand times, yeah. but they'd have a new spin on it just to talk to you about it because well the fact that they're willing to go out in on the town like afterwards shows that they're like open to that like engaging with new people yeah like, whereas you know obviously and that's the level of stardom some some stars probably is, and I, I I get it from a perspective of like you don't want all that attention but it's like well you're gonna get it yeah and that's why a lot of it's like we're not gonna go out we're gonna or if they'd go out they do the private club shit yeah but yeah i mean it's it's always interesting like it's it's always a fun surprise too when you meet a musician or whatever an artist whatever i've never really sat down with an actor Mm-hmm. like a famous actor and pick their which I'd love to mm-hmm. <clears throat> down the road man if that's like kind of like I want to keep expanding and like getting new people in to talk but I've done some work with Kurt Russell before and he, he he's is, one of my favorite fight dude come on he is the dope as fuck like he <laughs> is awesome. such a cool dude that's awesome like that's he, good to hear he's a, he's a normal guy he makes great wine um, he uh, <laughs> but like when we were sitting down chilling and stuff I'd like I was working for the paper at the time and had to do movie reviews and stuff. So I'd asked him if he had seen a couple things, and he was like, "I don't know, man. Like, I just like watching Game of Thrones and True Detective." And I was like, "Oh, he's like True." I mean, we just chatted about True Detective for a while. Yeah, like that's fucking hung awesome. out. He he's just like a super easygoing guy, down to earth. But yeah, he's like, "Yeah, I'm not like a cinephile by any standard. I just enjoy right. stuff." Yeah, that's yeah. and that's kind of refreshing too. Like, um, I mean, when Kelly came over. And, was always like that's why it's like I had that moment of insecurity of like oh I don't have good beer here and then she's like I love Mexican beer I'm like thank god it's that and yeah and I'm obviously there are certain I think you can almost pick it out to certain actors and actresses or they're all actors what's the fucking proper I think yeah it's just actors people are like I'm thespians yeah, <laughs> yeah but say, it's right? like that's what Gabby would have said if she yeah. was here Thespians. Like you, you think. Like, oh, I mean, obviously. <laughs> Thank you, Gabby. <laughs> you, you couldn't not talk about movies with Quentin Tarantino. The motherfucker watches like. Yeah. He's he's a cinephile, but it's kind of cool to hear. Some actors are yeah. just like they can they can they can separate themselves from. I would love to hang out do, with Jeff Bridges. Like, yeah, Bridges. Yeah. Hey man. All right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, dude, that's, I don't know, yeah, I've, I've always, I'm always, like, like you said, put yourself in their shoes, like, because I've seen famous people walk around, just, and it's like, I could go up to them, but it's, but what's that, it's almost like, I don't want to 
I wouldn't, it's like imposing. Yeah, it's almost unnatural too. Yeah, it's, it's like, so how would you treat them if they were normal people? Would you just go up to them and be like, hey, probably yeah. not. <laughs> and they're not normal, and that's why we're so fascinated by yeah, that's what They're not like yeah. us in a lot of ways. Well, they're just, they're just in other ways, been they seen like more us. often than well, us, <laughs> if anything. Um, yeah. In living in LA, it, I, it was almost easier to treat people normally because you had a very high chance of seeing somebody famous doing something very normal. Yeah. Where in like San Luis, it seems super strange yeah. whenever you see somebody famous. Right, because they're on their vacation, if anything. Yeah. So it, like people would just eat like be regulars at a restaurant or a coffee shop. Like Quentin Tarantino is always at the coffee shop by my house. Yeah. Um and. Uh, the guy Lamorne yep. Morris from New Girl, he was always at the Umami Burger. So we would chat occasionally at the bar, and I wouldn't like bother him or be like, oh my god, you're so funny. But like yeah. at the end of our conversation, I'd say, like, hey, you do great work, like, I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah. And he'd, he'd be like, oh, thank you so much. But we would still engage, but right. that wasn't, I would try, that was just trying not to one, make yeah. that the main thing you talk about is you obsessing over them. Because yeah. that, that would immediately. For if somebody was doing that to you, you would kind of write them off because you are an entity to them. Yeah. You are not a yeah. person. Like, Show me your big talent. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, you're right. It is. It's. I could see that from their end. It's just like, like you couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't just engage with somebody. Yeah. yeah how? Yeah. How would you have a normal kind of when already they're like, oh my god, I adore you, and it's like this isn't, like I don't. It's a, like a one-sided conversation. This like, is dating advice 101, too. Don't get all, like, I adore you to one person because then it just starts to creep them out. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't adore your significant other. Yeah. People. Treat them like the human being they deserve. Yeah. You're flawed, but I like that. Like, so am I. You're okay. Is I, what like I, tell you them. Breathe, I like that you breathe, you're, you yeah. breathe air. That's neat. <laughs> I like you, and you should breathe more often. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, that's... I don't know. It's always weird. Like, like yeah, famous people. It's like... Uh, like yeah. I try and get... It, it, that's the best you can do is just, like, stop and be like, what if it was that was me? Well, how would yeah. I approach me if that... I'd be like, eh, maybe just save it. But if you're sitting at the bar, mm-hmm. and or, you know, in that situation, it's always kind of like, well, they're there. Mm-hmm. So they're putting them... They're, they're, there. they're aware that somebody's probably going to recognize them and talk to them, but it's like... Bro. Um, um, unless they have a mustache There was on. a... <laughs> yeah, a fake... A, a fake disguise. Mustache. A sweet disguise. <laughs> One of the actors from uh, Glow, the Netflix show. Yeah. Uh, about oh, the Brian. female wrestling. <laughs> um, it, uh, she was her, her... Her character from Glow for Halloween... Oh, that's and, pretty brilliant. Yeah, and so she was just walking around with her kids, like getting candy from the different and spots, and like, like that's a great like, costume. Yeah, it looks like you're like, well, you look exact, and it's like, oh, we're in LA. This, yeah. That is her. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah that's pretty uh, fun. that's a good way to do it. That's like, uh, that's... fuck, who was that? Uh, somebody wanted. It was like either Elijah Wood or Daniel Radcliffe went to one of the Comic-Cons, the big one, obviously, in San Diego, I think it was that one, and he, I think he was walking around with a Stormtrooper costume on or something, or something like a cover, and, you know, and he was like, dude, it's so crazy, he's like, just walking around and being like, this is kind of neat, Yeah, I they're just like, people are like, sweet costume, and he's like, yeah, then he'd like pop it up every now and then, people would be like, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's... Uh, Josh Brolin was his character from uh, The Goonies for Halloween the other day. Or the other, <laughs> the year. other day. And it was amazing. Um, pop quiz. What is his, his name in The Goonies? Fuck me. I oh. can't remember. <laughs> That's okay. Bran. Bran. I think short for Brandon. I'm pretty sure. I, or actually Bran Muffins. Or Bran, yeah. <laughs> named after the Stark. Um, <laughs> the Starch. <laughs> Yeah, Brolin, he's fucking, he's turned into a pretty phenomenal actor. He's become a big man. He always was, but it's like, um, he's got some pretty cool roles lately, Mm -hmm. and I'm enjoying it. But, um, fuck, let's, let's go, let's go on to the, maybe book, I don't know if you guys have a book that... Books suck. Books? I don't (laughs) like reading. Fuck books. Books don't inspire me nothing. No, um... Harry Potter, obviously. I think I, I was at the right age. Yeah. Um, I was like just a little bit younger than the generation who was the same age as Harry Potter growing up. Right. Which was which was pretty cool for them, I know. Um, yeah. That um, was always pretty rad. Um, I don't know. The Pat the Bunny... Was, was very inspiring. <laughs> I don't know. It was, a, it was a children's book that was uh, a terrible like, joke. Like Peter first. Cottontail almost. Well, um, and, and like you said, Aaron, we and, it bear doesn't, and it doesn't even have to be from childhood. Like Dorian Gray. Sometimes if you can pick one where it's like, but I've had books that I've read as adult where it's like that changes my creativity level. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it influences me even more, which... I mean, same thing, like, thinking about shows, I was like, some of my best shows have been when I'm an adult. It wasn't like... That's true. I saw a show when I was a kid, and it made me want to do this, or I saw a movie, and it's like, sometimes, that like, lately, it's all about the mindset, I think, you go into. It's like, being open to being influenced by other... Okay, I have a good book, Dragons of Eden by Carl Sagan. Oh, is it... It's a great... It's non-fiction. Yeah, it's non-fiction, but uh, it is... Just reading Carl Sagan's poetry about the universe, basically, and That's it tight. is fantastic. Dragon, so you Dragons, Dragons of, of Eden. Eden, dude. Okay, yeah, that's. Yeah, I have it, so you can borrow it if you if you would like. Carl Sagan. Yeah, it's always, it's always refreshing to, and who's really good at it is Neil deGrasse Tyson. If being a like he's really good at speaking in layman for us mm-hmm. and breaking it down making sign like that's a level of creativity of like how do I present all these cool science facts and ideas really hard well, taking concepts like, and, yeah, and concepts. making it mm-hmm. fun and exciting to learn and know and it's like he's he's got the gift of making it exciting for anybody to learn about and he's like check this he's got a really great way of presenting it it's it's, that's always like I always love hearing that and you know on the opposite end and all due respect Stephen Hawking did not have that ability to write hit, like his books are I remember trying to read and it was just like ah, this is really heavy like this is heady sir yeah <laughs> whereas you know and it's like that's 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 okay too but I always you always like find that well, how do you, some people have that gift of like I can convey my ideas in a way that everybody understands and is excited about and like that in layman's term. Yeah, and not even just science, but like that's a that's a. I was thinking about that the other day. Is like how you meet certain people have a charm mm-hmm. or whatever. Like you're, they have that 
something that a natural way about them where you're just like you just kind of want to listen and be like oh let them take the lead also Carl Sagan was a big stoner so I think was he? Too. well yeah he, awesome. he, wrote, he wrote all these like secret papers on, like being pro marijuana oh. I think it was Mr. X was his like pseudonym and uh, yeah, he would just talk about like getting super stoned and having sex with his wife in the shower, and then like coming to realizations about the universe and like drawing coming. equations and the, like in the steam and stuff. Yeah. That's pretty rad. Yeah. Coming to realize. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Take away oh. from this. We, we need Jesus. <laughs> we need Jesus. In our lives. He's out back. He's playing frisbee. He's fine. Um. <laughs> this is what happens when we don't have any girls. At the I know, place. yeah, yeah. Just gets it's just well, we've yeah, we've kept it pretty legit yeah. so far. But um, I don't know, boys. Like, without going to, we're we're almost in an hour. Let's. I think maybe we do a little, like, maybe pick one. If you were to recommend somebody a movie, a, an album, a song, a video, a music video to watch for the next week. Maybe we get we do one of those little just like hey here's my recommendation for the end of the show kind yeah. of thing. Um, I think I I'd like somebody else to go first because I got to think about it. I have I have something, but it's like I I guess I'll break down. It could be a couple things. Wait, yeah. like a list of all those things? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give us I mean, a movie and a song. Um, okay. Just <clears throat> one. If you can do one, then definitely do one. But. If it's like a book and a movie or something, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with uh, music. I'm gonna do a music video and an album. Okay. Uh, the music video is "This Is America" by Childish Gambino. If you have not seen it already, do yourself a favor and watch it. He is so incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. The visuals and everything have been like carefully curated in that to convey the message. Yeah. Um, it is fantastic and kind of jarring almost very much um, I, we watched it right before the, the podcast and I was like oh yeah, yeah it, but it's it's fantastic um, I think he's one of the most talented and influential people in America right now and how fucking old is Donald Glover I think he's, he's like 27 yeah I think he's like yeah. 27 28 he's younger than me and I'm, I'm like that's inspiring <laughs> but also it's like some people have just had like he's he's fully I think he was he became fully aware of his talent really young mm-hmm. but yeah that's this is America by Childish Gambino that is a, it's a great video um, and then for the album I'm gonna go with one of my obscure favorites um, it's a great album it's called Six Months is a Long Time and the band name is Cock Motherfucker and it's K-A-K-K-M-A-D-D-A F-A-K-K-A <laughs> And they are a Swedish band, but they sing in all English. That's um, right, you showed me those dudes. And it is really happy music. Um, the lyrics are super simplistic because it's somebody whose English was their second language. Um, but it, it's something about it is really genuine, and I like it a lot just for how unabashedly happy and true it is but um, just their way of of kind of wording certain things in a songwriting standpoint is something about the simplicity of the lyrics makes it more impactful than than what when you're trying to write a song and describe something you're usually trying to use more like fucking wordy things and more metaphors but this is like straight to the point 
really mm-hmm. silly, but great music, and it's a fantastic album through and through. Nice. So those are my recommendations for people to uh, listen to and get get inspired. Cool, man. Aaron, Aaron, how you doing? I'm doing great. You got any recommendations for some people? Yeah, I'd say watch the freaking Cobra Kai YouTube oh, Red yeah. series. Okay. If you nice. haven't done like your free month subscription, do that, and then cancel it after you do that, so that you have that free month, anyways. Uh, and it'll keep running. But dude, gotta watch that one. It is one of the best, I would say, sequels to the first Karate Kid. And it, it really does open your mind to a different storyline of, or at least a different perception or perspective of who was really the bully or who was the villain or the protagonist versus the antagonist of that movie, The, the Karate Kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is really dope. I wish they had more episodes to that one season because it could have gotten really deep with more stuff. But overall, super, super fun to watch. That's awesome. Yeah, I do I do want to watch that one. Yeah, other than that, uh, I don't really have any music suggestions, but I would say if you haven't watched Black Sails either, it's a great one to kind of like dive into as well, which kind of segues into one of my favorite books too. Treasure Island is a great read because Black Sails is like pre-Treasure Island, okay. but with also a lot of historical figures of the pirate era. And it really does bring a different, I would say, mentality of like who the, the villains were. Yeah, who were the villains really in that era and who were just the people that were trying to survive and create something new for society. It, in a way, had always it actually opened my mind just reading that book and also then watching that series like later down in my life to a more complex view of how the world works Mm -hmm. it's not black and white there is a gray area you just have to be willing to be empathetic enough to put yourself in those shoes to say hey if I was under this circumstances in this era would I be also fighting with my fullest like extent of a being for these types of freedoms or would I just give up and just say hey this is exactly what I want because somebody else told me that's what I want and I think that's like one of those things like it's, it's such a primal show yeah. in the sense like it really taps into the root the base root that we all have being under a form of suppression or oppression depending on your background whether it be culturally spiritually or even when it comes down to ethnically as well there is always going to be that primal trait that Survival is the most important detail, and to find people with that same mentality with different backgrounds is really inspiring. Yeah, and I think that's what a lot of the times that gets diluted with this idea of chastising those groups as the villains, right? The bad people just because they want something and they're willing to go get yeah. it. So, I guess in a way, both of my suggestions are all about duality yeah. and challenging it because if you just subject yourself to the other story like willingly don't just write it off right before you even try to understand it you'll start to realize the world is a lot more complicated a lot bigger in that way as well 
And it's frightening. But it's goddamn exciting, too. And there's four seasons of that shit. And there's oh, four nice. seasons, yeah. So it's exciting. It, that one, the with Black Sails, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they do another season of Cobra Kai, because I would love to see where they go with that. Yeah. Did um, they leave it open? I guess oh, I, they, le- they left it open okay. for a second season if they wanted to. Cool. I'm, I am really good at not giving you spoilers. Because yeah, you are. You're I believe, your... Yeah, I believe in this concept of when people are ready to talk about it, then I will listen. Right. Because that's cool. at that point in time, I've already seen it too. So. <laughs> right. That's fair. Nice, man. Cool. Let's, yeah. I do. I'm glad you said, because it's not like I forgot, but it's just like, oh, yeah. I've got a lot of shit I need to watch. Oh, I guess the other one for a movie, go fucking see Infinity War, people. Yeah, it is, go see Avengers Infinity War. It's Dude. 18 movies have built up till this one moment. Yeah. And it is great. Also, if you haven't seen the previous movies, go see them. Yeah, I know, and I'm I didn't see Thor Ragnarok, but I do, I need to watch it. Um, because yeah, yeah, it ends where that movie begins. Uh, that's and that's what I figured, which is they've always done well with the Marvel universe yeah. is tying in like it's fucking Paul Feige, Feige, Kevin, Feige. Kevin Feige, Paul, and uh, who am I thinking? Uh, Paul Rudd. <laughs> you're thinking of uh, Paul. Uh, yeah, isn't I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. But yeah, Kevin Feige, like props, dude. Yeah. Way to fucking man that ship. Yeah. And Joss Whedon, for fuck's sake, like he's been Joss a big Whedon. part of that too. Yeah. But um, Whedon. Whedon. Um, I guess my recommendations. I I I need to start it again. I started watching it and I got. I think like six, seven episodes in, and it's a great series, and it's a fun, it's a really, f- if you read the comic book, it was a comic book first, it's kind of surprised, it's awesome that they were like, we'll make a show out of this, it's Preacher. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth, good, yeah. Seth Rogen and his writing partner, Evan Greenberg, I think? Evan Goldberg. Evan Goldberg, they, like, they had that show, and it's, it's a great, it's a cool, it's so, it's, it's weird, it's a weird, I remember, like kind of knowing about the comic, and I knew I was, I was like, oh, that's that's cool. Like I don't know if you could do a show, and then they made the show, and it's really fun. It's a it's kind of it's dark but really funny. Um, yeah. Which the, is something that the Irish the vampire in it is so one hilarious. of the best characters ever. He's also in Misfits. Yes, in yeah, Misfits that, that yep, yeah, yeah, the British, yeah, that's right, dude. But yeah, so. Preacher, go watch Preacher if you get a chance. Um, in Preacher, there's a great line that I was like, oh, that describes me perfectly. There, uh, one of the girls is trying to make the the vampire guy seem all attractive to another girl, and she goes, who, who, Cassidy? Wow, he's not my type. And the girl goes, oh, that's just how I like him. All elbows and Adam's apples. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty like, funny. That's me. That's Dude, yeah. So preacher's been that like popped back into my mind lately. I was like, "Fuck, that is it. I need to finish that." The first episode or the season first... two's on Hulu now. Yes, and that's why, like, I saw it pop, and I was like, "Fuck, I gotta finish the first season because I really enjoyed it. I just got sidetracked, but that one, like, it, it was. A, I was like, it's really fun show. Um, music wise, man, I've been all over the place. Um, I there's like I. <laughs> I I have ADD with music. I I, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. I just I can't. Sometimes I'm like I don't fucking know. Um, but this last weekend, I was kind of revisiting. Um, and this is for the metalheads, 
or not metalheads, give it a shot. But uh, if you've never listened to Sepultura, the album Arise, I think it was like late '80s, maybe like '89, maybe '90s. But it's a it's a badass. It's a great album. Um, but I kind of like dove. I I needed a little metal fix this weekend, so I started listening to re-listening to Sepultura, and I was like, fuck, yeah, these guys rip. But yeah, that would be that'd be my recommendation. Nice. Obviously, if if you don't like it, you don't like it. But we gave a good spectrum from a Swedish pop band to a yeah, exactly, metal yeah, album, so. exactly. But I think that's it, boys. Um, yeah. Cheers! Thanks for showing up again. Yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, we got a question that I'm guessing we're saving for the, yeah. the full round table. Yes, we did. Yeah, I think it'd be fun to have that. Um, everybody here. Um, we got an email from DD Brew. And uh, it's an awesome question. I was like, fuck yeah, that'd be a... It's, it's just a preview. It's like, yeah, she asked us what our education was after high school and if it affected any of our creativity. I was like, that's great. We'll, we'll have to discuss that because mm-hmm. I... Yeah, and I was like, that's awesome because I'll, I'll have to think about it. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, that is. So that's a good question. We'll save for when we have a little fuller crew here. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, yeah, everybody should send in their, yeah. their questions to uh, exactly. BenderBlendPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah, send us suggestions, anything you, you want to hear us fucking hash out. Um, and then we're, we've got a Twitter going, at the TheBenderBlend. Um, and I'm on Twitter now, officially, as JBender84. Holy shit. It took me... <laughs> He's tweeting. I'm tweeting. I haven't tweeted yet, but maybe I'll tweet after this but yeah um tweet at us if you got twitter <laughs> tweet at us if you got twitter. Twitter. Um, twitter but anyways thanks for listening everybody and cheers raise cheers. your beers no ting, 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 ting. cheers boys thanks. Cheers. cheers thanks listeners take care